We give you all the glory. Just thank him. Thank him. He's worthy of our praise. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we thank you. Leko brande ko shake brande ko shiteliata. Leke zofrande ke leba boko shate brande ko shialekate. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We worship you. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, as we prioritize you in our heart to listen to you, we ask that you supply more spirit into our hearts and every one of us begin to download a salvation grave out of all kinds of predicaments that we face. We receive impartation of wisdom that we know what to do in every of our situation and that we receive grace not to react to life but to respond to things that God has done in and through us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that your word will be rooted in us and produce so much fruit. And when the word begins to produce fruit, even the people of the world will be able to testify to it. Thank you, everlasting Father. We bind and cast every form of demonic spirit and we ask that by your word tonight we are in charge and that no evil spirit can hang around us and attack us successfully in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have overcome all kinds of evil in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our eyes are open, our ears are unblocked, and our minds, our hearts are perceiving the will and the plan of God for our lives and we live to fulfill them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please, let's have a seat in God's presence. Can we feel this? So I want to round up. You know, I told you that, um, that the midweek is quite important. Yesterday was something else at um, Yaba because I had to share. Um, I need to come down to get close to the people. So you adjust your camera. So I had to share with them um, um, from my heart and from the scripture. From the scripture. Now the basic example I want to lay before all of us tonight is the example that we are all familiar with. So I'm rounding up is grace, God's grace, and our faith. So this time I'm looking at what should be our response to what God has done. For your information, God is not going to do new things. He has done everything he needed to do. Don't forget he's a creator and he has created us as creators. Now, not just as creators, we are co-creators with him. Praise God. That's why he made us in his image and his likeness. And Jesus came to redeem us, replicate himself. He walked on the earth as a creator. All right? They needed to pay tax. He told Peter, he said, go get the first fish. You'll find the coin there. No science can prove that. No fact, no intellect can prove that. That's what it means to be a creator. Bringing something out of 
what seemingly look like nothing. Are you getting what I'm saying? So as believers, we, our thinking should be wide. It shouldn't be like, I think outside the bus. Why are you using the bus as a believer? Eh? Why are you using the bus? It's not a matter of somebody somewhere telling you think outside the bus. You have to think by the capacity of the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? When you face problem, you solve it. You are not the type that will be organizing pity party or expecting somebody to pity you or be expecting, do you understand, you just solve problems. Now, you can say, well, because I mean, my temperament is such that I see problem, I solve it. And you get what I'm saying? I don't cry over what is not. Um, that is the truth. How can you be crying? When, how can Jesus be crying when they said pay tax? He told Peter, go to the fish. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's not the same. You solve problem. Jesus Christ saw multitude to feed. Bible says he knew what to do. Those are things that directly shows that this man is a creator. He can't be stopped. Are you getting what I'm saying? Galilee line, Jer 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 Jericho metro line, um, everything shut down by the time he was going to leave his prayer base. Are you getting what I'm saying? He walked on water. So that means he shouldn't be stopped. He walked on water to catch up with his disciples. Praise the Lord. So there's nothing wrong in using Jericho line. But the day Jericho line or the Jerusalem uh, airline is going to be stopped, you shouldn't be what? Then if an airline gets stopped, then fly. Praise God. You must, there must be a way around. So that a creator can be stopped. Creation can be struggling. But a creator can be stopped. I just said that so that you understand. Creator does not need to glamorize or to glorify power. Creator operates more in wisdom. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am praying that that will be a kind of people that will really treasure knowledge. What you don't know about, you don't know about. Are you getting what I'm saying? Whatever you don't know, you don't know. There's no two way. You can't use power to solve. Do you understand? Anything you don't know, you don't know. <laughs> In fact, power is really appreciated when you know. And you channel the power to bet what you know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Uh, you see, what you don't know, you don't know. You can't pray in tongues now and start, uh, and start uh, a jet engine. You see several buttons. You don't even know which one to press. So what you don't know, you don't know. Power works best when there is wisdom. I'm just trying to show you that I want to finish this teaching to bring you into an understanding and a consciousness of somebody who is a creator, a co-creator with God. Now, in order to create, to, to glorify God, we say a co-creator. He actually made us a creator. He said, let them be like us. Is that not what he says? Are you like Christ? Is Christ a creator? Are you like God? Is God a creator? He said, let them be. So, you are a creator. Someone say, I'm a creator. Aha. Uh -huh. So, if you have any pending trouble right now, you have to think a way out. Do you get what I'm saying? You have to think a way how. We're going to have a graduation on Sunday. What led to it? That immersion. I found out that training unit or training team 
I've not really been having so much strong, so I've been getting some feedback. Ah! So something happened. Something led to it that shocked me the most. And God had to tell me, he said, that's the state of your flock. I was mad with myself. I am a training person. I grew up in educator's home. Every day is training. That place you sweep before 6.30. This place you clean before 5.30. By, by quarter to 7, you are the dining. By 7, you're already ready for school. Every day is training, like soldier. So, and Jesus says, true Paul to Timothy. He said, endure hardness as what? Soldiers of Christ. So believers ought to be trained and equipped as soldiers. I can't pray for more than three, five, ten minutes. You need training. By the time you join those two, 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 three hours, it will rub off on you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even to live righteously, he said there is a training in righteousness. According to, I think, 1st or 2nd Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, so he said, training for training in righteousness, for instruction in righteousness. If to drive, you need to be trained. If to cook, you need to be trained. Though former or informer, are you getting what I'm saying? If to, what else, to become a doctor, you need to be trained. You think to be successful, you don't need to be trained. To marry, you don't need to be trained. To live holy, you don't need to be trained. You need to be trained. To live holy. Ah. That's one of the... Some of, some, you know, some of us don't even know the reason why we attend church service. You know, we don't know the reason why we are... The church service is a training service. It's not a place to just do jamboree and be entertained. Are you getting what I'm saying? Raw training. You can come to a service and say, we are praying two hours. It's training. It's not a place where you have it calculated in your mind. You say, Pastor, we'll call around this time. Um, choir will minister here. You have everything well calculated. You can even try to avoid the choir and come for message. You say, Pastor, will come up around this time. You know, like that. Uh, it's a training ground. If not because we have so many things to add together to make a very wonderful service, a wonderful experience, that's why we pick bit, bit, bit by bit by bit. Have you noticed that it's difficult for me not to teach and to... The meeting, teaching is a priority. God training your spirits is a priority. Worshipping should be a daily affair with believers from your home. Praise God. Somebody say, I'm a creator. Say, I'm a creator. Say it louder. Say, I'm a creator. Let me tell you something. Matthew chapter 8, verse 10. What else does Creator do? Because I'm going into the what grace has made available. You will reduce your disturbance, bombarding the gate of heaven. Uh, when, go to the next verse. I have not seen great space. Oh, no. Go to 10, verse 8. Go to 10, verse 8. Let me see what is in 10, verse 8. Look at verse 7. Look at verse 6. I want to show you something. You know, in Matthew 10, he talks about, he chose people and sent them out to preach. That's the summary, right? Now, he sent people out, commanded them, he said, yes. Now, go to verse 7. Go to Lordship. He said, as you go, preach. Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He sent them to preach. He gave them a message. Now, look at, you see a creator. Now, everybody can preach. But the ones that follow it, it's not everybody that can do it. It's only a creator. He said, what did he say? What did he say? 
Let's read together loud and clear, everybody. If you're online, please read loud and clear, everybody. Hey, with that scripture, verse 8. Who is that? Yes? Eh? Uh eh? -huh. Uh -huh. uh -huh. So that means it's your thing. If you're a creator, you're a healer. But we don't, you see, it's a truth that is difficult to teach. Because you believe you are less than God. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a truth that is difficult because there are certain things that need to be taught before you start teaching this. Heal the sick. He didn't say pray to me to heal the sick. That's why he says that you lay hands on the sick and they will what? It's your hand you will lay. Or it's the one that will walk through your hands. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it means that part of the things that grace has made available is healing in abundance. The one for you and the one for others. Do you get what I'm saying? Aha. Uh -huh. You are a leper cleanser. <laughs> this truth is a very high truth. But there are things that people need to really know. That's why I first said, let them be made in our image and in our what? Likeness. Otherwise, God will have created car. He knew the men that he created they have the capacity to bring car out of wood. Are you getting what I'm saying? Since he created those raw things, we are the one working with them. Have you noticed? Anybody that has brain will produce something out of what God has put in place. Praise the Lord. And the ones that don't have brain, they sell it to the ones that have brain to produce something and resell it back to them. That's why believers have to wake up and operate in the practical wisdom of heaven. Created school. You know God was not the one that created school. In revelation brought about schooling. These sets of people to work in this industry, they needed to be trained from one stage to another, to another, about what we are, do you get what I'm saying? They must, their mind must be operating at this level before we can engage them. That's what led to school. It's a wisdom that came from somebody's mind. You have to think, see, you have to think like Christ. You have to be, you know, you have to be different in the way you think. And the reference you have is the scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is the scripture. The reverence you have is the scripture. If you can romance the scripture, you are romancing God's thoughts, the way God thinks. So I don't want us to frustrate the grace of God that is made available for us. And that is why I'm starting like this. Look at this. If the sea cleans the leper, raise the dead, you are a dead raiser. Someone say, I'm a dead raiser. A dead raiser. So in some cases, you can even birth companies that will be for emergency cases only. That no matter, no matter how deadly the crash, no matter how deadly the accident, no matter how deadly the poison, once they enter that particular emergency, do you understand? Outfit, they are rescued. I saw a news. It's been flying around now. That scientists have discovered that men will be able to walk till 120 years old in the next 10 years. So they are showing 
different. They are working on people have started eating human meat in UK. Jesus will soon come. Praise the Lord. People are going to drop their cell now so that they blow it, machine blows it into meat, and people they say it's sweeter than that of the animal. <laughs> you like to taste? Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Things are going, and believers are just there in the sanctuary. If you know how much wisdom God has made available through the tongue you have spoken in this life, if you know, sometimes I think about it. How can an unbeliever write a textbook, wrote a textbook, and I'm finding it difficult as a believer to understand it? It means I've not been romancing what the Holy Spirit wrote. If I have been closer and conversant with the scripture that the Spirit of God wrote, the author, and by his Spirit, I am able to decode certain level of revelation there, it won't be difficult for me to understand whatever anybody writes anywhere. Those are the things that, those are, that's the confidence I had when I approached some of those, you know, Scrodinger equation, Rutherford, do you understand? I mean, in, 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 in sciences and engineering, you could, you could meet certain things that those things, when they meet you too, you know that you have met something and something has met you. Are you getting what I'm saying? When I got to this faculty like that that I don't want to mention, I realized they are just, their life is just fine. So I was wondering, why did I go to technology? Why did I go to engineering? Just crashing their notes. They are scoring B plus, A plus. Just crashing, not attending class. Ah. Then I came to a conclusion. The race is not to the swift. And they are smarter. They, are, they, are, they have more money. Their lecturers have more money. I have a lecturer. His name is Owul Aramfe, and we, we named him Ishel Aramfe. He told, he must not say this. <laughs> and I caught it and said it to him. He said, I told him when I saw him and another lecturer in, uh, of engineering, I saw him in that faculty. I said, oh, Oga, Oga, you almost kill us with work in that place. Finished our life, but he was training. I said, yeah. Oh, Oga, he said, he told me, he said, what are you talking about? He's a prof. He said, what are you talking about? They don't, they don't really do anything. He said, they don't really. It's the people that will just drop and out and go. The lecturer at the beginning of the semester, you are seeing him when the exam remains two weeks. These ones, they're on your neck like this, as if they don't have any other business, they don't have family. Some of them still be in, the, in, the, in their office till 9 p.m., setting the terrible question we're about to face the following. You, you don't understand. And the same thing in some sciences. You see some notorious professors and lecturers that are known for his, known for F's, known for, do you understand? He finished from one of those departments. Praise the Lord. Some people were rusticated. But you see, if we have understood this revelation early, we'll have been flying high in those places. My brain can discover, can decode anything. It's supernatural. Your brain is not ordinary, it's supernatural. Are you getting what I'm saying? That cerebrum is different from, is different from an, a mere man's cerebrum. Do you understand? That, that, that capacity that you have there. <laughs> Oh God. You can say to yourself, sleep, stop. In the name of Jesus. And you hang the sleep until you, are, until you are ready to sleep. That is what it means to be a creator. Are you getting what I'm saying? And when you are to sleep, it must be sand. Nightmare, out. 
but I lay down now. I only see God. That's what it means to be a creator. Look at what he says. He says, as you go, heal the sick is your responsibility. I have, I have given you the grace. Jesus, come and heal the sick. You are wasting time. You heal the sick. Praise God. You heal the sick. I was speaking with a, an alumnus of my, you know, of our school, or less my school, because I don't know where you come from. So we, we were together, together with another alumnus, and then we found somebody who was from another school. These are in, their, in our 40s. They started singing the anthem. So in introduction, I just met the man. The first time, ah, so, but you talk, you say you have hospitals and all that. I didn't read medicine. I studied metamath. Ah! So we were in technology. Ah, he said, but I mean, I did uh, this engineering. He said, eh? ah. So that's when we got talking because it's the same faculty. And so we started talking about deeper stuff. But you know, I was touched. How somebody who finish from technology or engineering and have hospital? He said, he is sick. He said, he is sick. If you read medicine and I get your certificate, I can start the hospital and you work there as a CMD. He is sick. How means? Head out by anointing which is power, or by what? By wisdom. Messing is God's wisdom. If he's sending you to those who are poor, what do you think he will tell you? Make the money, give them money. Is that not what he will tell you? You had better read the scripture in the context of your situation so that the revelation you are receiving can transform your life. Grace has made things available. So the basic example I want to set is salvation grace. Somebody say salvation grace. Are you sure you are saved? You know you are saved. So how did you become saved? You already know that the Bible says the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to deny ungodliness. I like to always quote that scripture, Titus 2, verse 11. Denying ungodliness, worldly loss, we should live soberly. That same grace teaching us, as it teaches us to deny, it teaches, it teaches us to accept and live. Live, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present age. So don't you say that it's difficult to live in this present what? Age. For the grace is there teaching you. Glory to God. Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it will soon be coming. Glory to God. Now, how did you get to be saved? It's simple. You believe with your heart unto righteousness and you confess with your word. So he says, the word of faith that we preach. Give us Romans chapter 10, chapter 10, verse 8. Quickly. But what does he say? He was talking about the word of faith. You read from verse 6, 7. He said, but what does he say? The word is near you, in your mouth, and in your heart. So when I preach, I preach into your mouth, and I preach into your what? Now, what I say is the truth, right? It's the word of the Lord. So when God is speaking to you, he's speaking into your mouth, and he's speaking into your what? Into your heart. Now, we're going to see how that thing is very important now. Speaking into your mouth, and speaking into your heart. Look at it. He says, the word, that, that is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith which we preach. Now look at it. Next verse, verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth, so the word is already preached into your mouth. You see that? 
So the reason is so that you can confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if your heart believes what your mouth confesses, there will be a change. If your mouth confesses what your heart believes, there will be a change. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, what do you really believe? What is in your subconscious? And that is why I said that if you press some people to the world, if they face challenges, if their emotion is authored, what they utter out of their mouth or what they say is what comes from their subconscious, and that is what they really believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is what they really believe. See, let me tell you, when your emotion is really touched, what you say is powerful, and that is what you really believe. You can't fake it. You cannot fake it. If you say, I die, that's what you really believe. You know, there are people that, when they say, ah, I've died. John or something, he's still alive. He's the one saying it. But he has already confessed, because that is what is in his subconscious. And what happens to our subconscious is that you expose your subconscious to all kinds of materials. Demonic, do you understand? You are trying to put the truth there, and you are trying to put lies and falsehood there. Let's not go there. Those things go through the gateways into your subconscious, into your mind. Your eyes, your touch, your, 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 uh, the smelling, whatever, whatever, your eyes, your ears. So he says, you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth. Look at it. That if you confess with your mouth to the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be what? Save. The word confession here is from the word homologia. So what it means is that you are saying the same thing that you believe. Your mouth and your mind is in alignment. You get what I'm saying? A miracle happened in a man, whether he's a believer or he's not, if his mind and his mouth is united. Do you understand? It's a principle. That's why you'll have seen unbelievers that they will always tell you by motivation. You know the power of positive, positive thinking, all those things. Uh -huh. They are just applying indirectly or um, um, indirectly or unconsciously what or unintentionally what the scripture talks about. But it becomes more powerful because we are not just using mind and just our heart is our spirit. Our spirit is alive. So it has a supernatural backup. So when you believe and you confess, it's powerful. Do you understand? Now, no believer, no unbeliever, believe and confess without receiving the word first. Okay, continue. Continue. Go to verse 10. Look at it. For with the heart one believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Can you see that? So you see salvation. Salvation is a practical change that happens in the life of a person when he is translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God or the kingdom of his dear son. is a practical thing. Now, but don't forget, he says, with the heart one believe unto what? Righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto what? Savage. That's how you were born again. And this is the foundation for every other thing that will come into your life. Into your life. So, but then, in summary, he said, but how will they believe if they have not heard? Do you remember? That's the truth that I spoke about on Sunday. If you don't hear the truth, you cannot believe. If you hear lies, you doubt. 
If you hear, if you are exposed to false food, you always doubt. Do you get what I'm saying? So what do you doubt? You doubt the report of God. Do you get that? That's why Isaiah says who has believed that report, because it's God's report. They find it difficult to believe those, those reports because they, they are exposed more to lies, false food, and all kinds of manipulations of the darkness. Praise God. Sometimes we deceive our own self by telling our own self lies. Praise the Lord. You just deceive your personal self. Especially when you want to shy away from responsibility, you want to shift blame, you want to, do you understand? You don't want to take, you just deceive your personal self. You believe things that your parents taught you, you believe things that your environment, your society, your culture, your heritage, do you understand? All those things that they taught you, you believe it more than what God is teaching you. You have exposed yourself to too much lies. There's hardly any culture, there's hardly any ethnicity, any culture, any custom that does not have lies and falsehood put together. You know, <laughs> where me, I came from, they told me, they said somebody came from this, from this guy with sand and chicken. Everywhere was water, and they put the sand down, and the chicken started spreading it, and that's what became the earth today. And by the, the, his name is Onomila, praise God. And so you know some of you, unconsciously you believe it. Unconsciously you believe it. You want to associate with Onomila. Praise the Lord. Who do you really believe? Is it the Bible you believe? Some of you believe we serve the same God. So when you see Anundis, you say we serve the same God. You see a Buddhist, you say we serve the same God. You see an Islamist, you say we serve the same God. We are not serving the same God. Have you read the scripture? There's only one name under which every man should be what? Saved. And that name is what? It's the name of Jesus. That's one. Two, Jesus said, I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to the fa- If you have stopped at life, you say, well, other people can also bless me in your life. You know, they copy. He said, but no one comes to the Father except through. Now, who do you, what do you believe? Science, religious books, or the Bible? Praise God. Are you here with me? That's why I'm teaching. It's as if I should teach you for seven hours. Glory to God. So, he said, how shall they believe if they have not heard? How will they hear? If there is no preacher, how will there be preacher if they have not been sent? I am sent and I am preaching. That's where my job stops. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's your own responsibility to believe what I teach. If you tune, tune, tune in into any situation or turn on your television and you tune into a station, who start telling you news because it's international news and start pouring falsehood into your spirit? Falsehood. I remember COVID time. 10,000 already dead, 15,000 about to die, 20,000 will die, the projection by the 100,000. And you see that they put it by the side of the TV like this. I shut down my TV because it's false ooh. Even if you are loaded with truth, it's just a matter of time. When you expose yourself to false ooh. As a young lady, stop deceiving yourself. Stop what? Deceiving yourself. No man will take care of anyone that has not taken care of herself. There is nowhere in the Bible that a man should take care of man. That a man should take care of woman. Ophia. There is nowhere in the Bible that a man should take care of woman. So stop looking for a man that will take care of you. Who will stay long. 
You will still love me. Praise the Lord. Are you, have you realized there are men now that are looking for women to take care of them? <laughs> but do you know, but do you know, how's husband? Do you know that it's now funny? It's funny to men when I said it. Do you know it's funny to men when I said it? You know it's funny to men? But if you look at the context of marriage, men should also be taken care of as they take care of their wives. If I, you know, I found out, I found out, listen, I found out recently, uh, whoever does not prepare, provide for, they use that scripture for men in love. We are now, no, we have known better now. We now know better. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They say, well, if a man cannot provide for his house, it's worth that. And if they, so, so what are you, what are you, you know, it's 100% to me, I'm not bringing anything to the table. That means we are, no, it's not, the person is not the table. And what do you bring to the table? I am the table. No, you are the men. You will be hitting. What are you talking about? You will be what? Eating and digested. You are item seven. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because that's what it is. If you can't sit at the table and have a reasonable discussion and plan the future and work towards fulfilling the purpose together, are you getting what I'm saying? That means at the table, or, no, you are not even at the table. You're on the table as the item I am the table, and it's not turning, turning like a snake. Praise God. I am the table. I'm the issue. Praise God. <laughs> God has not made you a table, so don't remake yourself. Praise God. He made you a living being, a life-giving spirit. Glory to God. So man should take care, husband should take care of wife, wife should take care of husband. It's both ways. Glory to God. Uh, and it's not, uh, so how much do you bring? I bring my 50%, uh, you bring your 50%. 100, 100, praise God. 100, 100. Somebody say 100, 100. 100. A home is built by God. The workman is the husband and wife. Not husband alone. That's why men die early. Do you know, do you, have you noticed that men die earlier? I'm trying to tell you some of the truth I taught them in Yaba there. Because it seems like they have, they have been exposed to some practical reality. When Bible says that a man can, that can, somebody that cannot take care of his own is worse than an infidel, even widow is part of what he said. Widow, that if widow cannot, if widow will not take care of their beloved that are incapacitated, they are also worse. Go and read it in context. You remember pre-test, post-test, context? Praise God. Not husband. As you see, men, they, they, are, they are going towards the north. They are thinking, their thinking is towards the south. They are disturbed. They are carrying the whole weight, the burden, the everything. They are, so, and upon all, a woman will be shouting. That's why they are borrowed. The, the, the blood can't, the, the sugar, uh, 45, they are dead. 55, they are dead. Women are the last ladies. Even there are some women that their husband died, they still look like somebody that can still be remarried. That has, can still be married. Those women in their sixties, they are fresh. The women in their sixties. Bros, praise God. So my job is to preach. I'm a teacher, I'm a preacher. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
I'm a teacher, I'm a what? Preacher. And my preaching delivers you. That's why I'm also a deliverer. I preach so that you can be delivered. Deliverance is preached. It's not primarily prayed. It's when you have received the truth that you enforce it in prayer and cast the devil out. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you check Luke chapter 4 verse 18, he said that, he said you, deliverance is preached. You preach deliverance to the captives. It is a prayer. All throughout the scripture. All throughout the scripture. Because you shall know the truth. The truth shall make you, not that you pray. Do you understand? From knowing, your mind is already free. If you know where the money is now, you are a multi-millionaire, you just pick it now. Will you be praying about it? It's just knowing. And how we don't really, why we trivialize knowledge and wisdom, I don't understand. We tilt towards power more, thinking that there's one angel that will just appear overnight, drop $1 million. And you wake up and you say, ah, <laughs> Lord, I thank you. Those are the kind of magic that people, because of the way Africa has grown up, because of the way we, from culture, do you understand? So people just expect magic, calling it, branding it miracle. But it's from step to by step, from step one to two to three to four, that wisdom will tell you how to accumulate wealth. Simple. And you'll still be using power, because to move from step one to step two to step three to step four, you need to cast out demons. You need to plant what you believe. You need to nurture. You need to grow. Do you understand? simple. So I preach. How shall they preach if they have not been sent? I am sent and I'm preaching. So it's your job to what? To believe. Somebody say, I believe. I believe. That takes me to number one point. Believe. Believe. That's why it says with the art, with your art, you believe unto what? Righteousness. The word righteousness is a right standing. The right way everyone wants to be. It's not just about nature. Are you going to say? The word righteousness is like a justice and fairness in the situation. So with the heart, you believe the truth that God said about the situation. The right thing that should happen to that, in that situation. Are you getting what I'm saying? You believe in your heart to righteousness. So that means your heart will have started seeing the solution before it happens. Your heart that believes the truth. Once you hear the truth, you, ah, so this is the truth. That symptom should not be in my body. That sickness should not be in me. So this is the truth. That my temple is that, my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so I refuse to give up or to give in to the lies of the devil. So your heart has started believing it. See, let me tell you something. I believe that the intoxication level or the saturation level of your belief in the truth that begins to force your mouth to declare. When you declare and confess with your mouth, even the whole creation will adjust to the truth. For everything was made by the truth. Do you remember? Good. Not that you are just confessing or declaring that you are speaking and the thing is falling down flat. Do you get what I'm saying? It's coming from a heart that truly believes. On Sunday, I said, if I be a man of God, I said, financial breakthrough, that's what I saw now. You know, I made some declarations. I was laying hands on people. That second service, I saw financial flow. I came back here. 
and I stopped the choir, I stopped the people, I said, listen, because I needed you to believe. I needed you to. See, it happens a lot in meetings. I need people to come up. They believe, oh, but it's at a level. But I want them to come up to a level so that they can appropriate what is happening in the meeting. And that is why we advise that you don't come to church as a dead fellow believer. You come to church, you will have serviced your spirit. You have a revelation in your mind that you are meditating. There is, a, there is the last revelation God gave to you. You are still working on it, declaring it, want to obey it. Are you getting what I'm saying? And as you listen to more message, God top it up. You see? Service is to upgrade your spirit. Enhance your faith. Establish you. Be rooted so that you can grow up. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what service is. You are not just coming to play church. You must be doing a personal self-appraisal, self-evaluation. Where am I now? In January, I was here. Where am I now? The year is closing. Are you getting what I'm saying? No, no, every year, every... You can spend 20 years and remain on the spot. What were my, my income or something when, I was in, when it was January? Uh, what, what are they? You must be sincere with yourself. Am I improving? Am I progressing? So if you find out that things are not the way you want them to be, there is a truth you need to find out to believe. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is a truth. Because they lie in industry. I remember joining the branding industry, and they told me, they said, you will, you will get into depth. They were, they were sincere people. They were telling their own truth, but it was the fact about the business. Are you getting what I'm saying? It was facts. I also know later, I found out later that they were sincere. They actually wanted to help me so that at least when I was going to lose money, I would not lose too much money. You know the way people can be concerned and they are trying to teach you. And they are, do you understand? I'm telling you back then in schools when I was doing those businesses, they were sincerely elderly brothers. I still remember their faces now. I still remember the room in Fudge. And I did not argue with them. But you see, after they left, I used the truth to cancel what they said. Because anytime anybody speaks, it's a spirit. He said, the word I speak unto you, they are spirit and life. So if somebody who does not give the truth speaks, he is speaking demons and death. They are spirit and life. You can't separate life from spirit. You can't separate spirit from life. Wherever you see the eternal life, you see the Holy Spirit. Wherever you see the Holy Spirit, you see eternal life. So when somebody is talking in the contrary, he is speaking demons and death. So when anybody talks to you like that, he says, every marriage fails. What are you talking about? Just have it at the back of your mind. If you want it to work, your partner might not want it to work. That's cancel. Ah. If they are elderly, you say, ah, thank you, sir. And as you go, you, my marriage works. You superimpose it with the truth. Are you getting what I'm saying? You, look, if care is not taken, it has been planted on the tablet of your soul. It's just a matter of time. It's around that you open TV, you will hear that a popular celebrity has divorced. It's another time you open, do you understand? Your internet, high pad, you find out. Breaking news. Uh, the percentage of the divorce rate now, are you getting what I'm saying? You will not be seeing different kinds of data because demons will be bringing those things to you. 
Because he wants you to believe. Once he gets you to believe something wrong, before you know it, you start saying it with your mouth. So you superimpose it. Till today, I'm yet to lose one money in that branding business. I want to even shake off everywhere now, leaving the branding and getting into other things. AI business, uh, what other business? Uh, whatever business. And I want to empower, uh, you know, put fire in the tails of the, do you understand? And then they went into the and set it ablaze. Anywhere I can't get into, you get there. You go there. Are you get what I'm saying? What you need is fire and wisdom. See that I don't go and use fire to burn. Uh, <laughs> praise the Lord. And burn yourself. And burn. And burn your friends. Amen. Because <laughs> I'm really keen about wisdom. Mm. Praise the Lord. So you see, confess it. So you have to, if you read, I just told you what is in that particular Bible chapter. And it says, when they believe, they call on God. And everyone who calls on God shall be what? It's not there that pastor will call on God on your behalf. What are you using your mouth for? Your mouth is not primarily created for you to eat. Eh? That's the problem I have with some people. If you eat too much, you will speak little. The truth. You know that people who eat too much and they speak and they talk too much. So, check what they say. They don't speak and confess the truth. You must adjust what you eat. You eat well. When you're not fasting, you are feasting. When you're not fasting, you are fasting. But what should be making your mouth to shake most of the time is that you are declaring the truth. So, number one is believe. Believe. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. To him that believe, all things are possible. To him that believe, how many things? To him that believe, how many things? All things. Kai. Kai. That's what it means to be a creator. That's what it means to be a co-creator. All things are possible. That's what the scripture says. All things are possible. Kabarakoto. Hebrew 11.1. It says, now faith is the faith, the substance of things, so for the evidence of things not seen. By it, the haters obtain good report. We know by faith that the words were framed so that the things that were made are made out of the things that are invisible. Verse 6. It is impossible, for without faith it is impossible to please God. For whoever must come to God must believe, look at that word there, believe that he is and is the rewarder of those who diligently. So it means that for every believing, there is a reward attached to it. God rewards people believing. John chapter 1 verse 12. He said, as many that has received him, to them he has given power to be children of God, or authority, or right to be children of God. You have right to be a child of God. And that right nobody can take from you. He said, even those who believe in his name. So while I was meditating, a long time ago on this scripture, he said, remove the rights. And, he said, as many that has received him, to them, even those who believe in his name. Look at that scripture. He said, but as many that received him, to those who believe, in his name. So he said, believers are receivers, receivers are believers. Are you getting what I'm saying? So check your belief. And the foundation for believing is the truth. Revelation of the truth. Revelation of the what? 
of the truth. You must rightly divide the word of truth. What is the truth concerning your health? What is the truth concerning your money? Somebody told me, said, money disappeared from my hands. I remember in those meetings in those days, I couldn't even cancel people. So people are like lying. And I said, money stopped disappearing from your hands. And then they came to testify. The one who declared knew a truth. Are you getting what I'm saying? The one on whose hands money has been disappearing needed to know the truth so that they can declare it by themselves. So a pastor myself declaring it on your behalf is exercising that power of the truth. But you need to be taught and upgraded to know what I know so that you by yourself can get it done and you can do it for others. Praise the Lord. So it's not a crime for you to benefit from a pastor's anointing, but it's a crime to remain at that level. You must also grow up. I hope that is clear. To start applying your faith. Miracles are for kids. They are not for the matured. The matured operate in blessing. Blessing is 24-7. Miracle is when the anointing is moving. Access to blessing is practical faith. That you are in faith 24-7. Glory to God. So even as many that believe. So believers are receivers. Receivers are what? Are believers. Glory to God. John 11, 25, 26. John 11, 25, 26. Let's move. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall what? Live. At certain point, one matter said, Pastor, he's been dead for, been buried for four days. He's stinking. Or dead for four days. Jesus said, didn't I tell Believe, and you shall see the glory of God. So that means the manifestation of God's glory is connected to believing. Praise God. But do you know one thing about believing? is with your heart. You don't have a form of believing. The substance must be there in your heart. Do you understand? There is nothing like believe Luke. <laughs> there is nothing like believe Luke. It's the state of your heart. Somebody say, I believe. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Look at what it says. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing. Uh-huh. Because when you receive the word of, the, of God, which you heard from us, you welcome it as, your, as not the word of men, but as it is in truth. Can you see that? The word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. So that means that not everybody that heard it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Is in the people that what? Uh, believe. You can lay hands on 10 people. Two will have results. They are the ones that believe. Praise God. It's not, you see, pastoring is easy. It's one of the sweetest things. Why you don't want to be a pastor, I don't know. Consider it. You lay hands on 10 people. The ones that didn't, they didn't believe. Those two have confirmed that at least there's anointing. So this brother told me, he said, when I lay hands on him, I declare reward and harvest. As was sending it, sharing his testimony. Just Sunday. He said, my boss reached out to me. He said, I came to church. I was, I was not happy. I was sad. I was underpaid for the job I do. I some emoluments, you know. So he, 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 just, he, just, he said it was hard. He said, but you see, I was teaching. I was teaching. 
So he came to lay hands and he believed. And everything about his heart just changed. He said, after service, his boss reached out to him and said, he had a feeling that you are not okay with. So he now poured his heart. He said, everything was paid. Everything was paid. Everybody heard. Sometimes you just need one or two or three results to confirm that things have happened. Now, for those who have not experienced miracles now, it's still there. It's, that's the confirmation. You know I said it on Sunday. That that's a confirmation that God is already working in the neighborhood. And you have to start thanking him for your own instead of being envious of the others. Now the miracle God did in his life now, I didn't ask him to bring a seat. I didn't say, where's my court? Where's my commission? I did you understand? I prophesy because it's your life that must change. That's what gives us joy. Praise God. Somebody linking you up to do a business is even still asking for commission. Are you not somebody just delivering the anointing in the service? If you are here, can you say amen? amen? The next one is ask. Somebody say ask. ask. So when you have received the truth and you believe with your heart, it's not difficult to ask in prayer. You know, I'm talking back up. Believe. Ask, not Barcelona, believe, ask, confess, and what? And act, action. Which one do you have problem with the most out of the three? I know you can have, out of the four, I know you can have problem with everything, but which one do you have problem with most? Eh? Hmm? Ask. Acting, that's action. Doing it, obeying, okay. Any other person? That has something different. Which one do you have problem with the most? Confession. Which other one? Have you noticed that not many of us have problem with asking? <laughs> Africa does not. Africa has left the group. <laughs> when they say asking, Africa is the chairman of that group. Praise God. Have you noticed that it's not difficult? Oh, Lord. If you get to the mountain now, people are asking, but there's no belief. And you know the reason why there's no belief? You know the reason why there's no belief? They have not been exposed to the truth. See, somebody can be on the mountain asking for seven days. Somebody just come to spend seven minutes. I said, the God who has wrought wonders on this mountain, your word saves. And things happen. And he left. You can plan seven days. When God shows up on the second day, what are you still waiting for there? We are too religious. If it's not seven days, you have, you have not satisfied that your religious mind, that you are now powerful. Are you getting what I'm saying? Whereas within seven hours, something has you have encountered him. You have gotten a call. All your prayer requests answered because you know the truth. You live the blessed. God himself told Elijah, Elijah, he said, this brook is dry and you are still here. You will die. I prepared a woman. A widow, I prepared it. It's amazing how we don't read the scripture. That's the truth, oh. How can God be preparing somebody who has no relationship with you? Do you know how many people God has prepared that you have not, you have not been able to contact? 
And he even prepared people. He prepared widow. Out of all the people, amen? Can you see that we don't have a problem with asking? Ask, you shall receive. Seek, you shall find. Knock, the door will be what? Open unto you. Is that not what Matthew 7, 7 says? Verse 8 says, for he that asketh, receive it. That's my King James spirit has come to me. He that asketh, whoever asks, I think that's New King James, receive. Praise God. And we, we teach about prayers, but we need to understand prayer in the right context. Men ought to pray and not to what? To faint. Asking is waiting on God. You shall fall and be utterly destroyed. But those who wait on the Lord, that's waiting. When you are waiting on God, is that you are, you are meditating, you are praying, you are conversing with him, and you are waiting for his instruction. Because that's how the book of Habakkuk put it. He said, I will set the rampart, and I will be on it, and I will, and I will watch for what your vision will be. You know. Praise God. So you're a prayer warrior by birth. Your parents, prayer fire. Your grandparents, possibly. Even if they are not prayer warriors in Christ, they are prayer warriors in one shrine or the other. So we've always had the heritage of prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? But we don't have that heritage of faith, belief. You know the reason why you don't like to confess? Is because you have confessed, 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 confessed. Your mouth is already reacting. Praise God. Your mouth is tired, is weak. This is my year, my year of <laughs> my year. My establishment. You have, you have, wait, you have, you have even stopped. It's only in church you remember. Hey, ah, my year, my year. Of <laughs> you know why you are confessing your wish? You are confessing your what? Your wish. You are confessing your goals. Atlanta in June. Philadelphia in December. Only for you to realize that your passport is outdated. It expired. I have been trying to renew it. Eight months, we are here to renew it. For you to know the condition to contribute to it. See Atlanta <laughs> in the next three years. Atlanta postponed. Philadelphia canceled. Praise God. <laughs> what you confess is the truth that you believe, which you have talked to God about in prayer. See, what prayer does is to bring it home, to let your conscious, you see, you, in prayer, you now get verbal commitment. God now responds based on the matter. Do you understand? So your believing now is now enhanced. So you are not just going to stay in the realm of believing. You now need to now start confessing what God has said. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. Give us Hebrew chapter 13. Let me just take them together like that. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4 and 5, or 5 and 6. Look, a marriage is honorable among all and all that. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself, God, he himself has said, I will never leave you nor 
for sake of you. This scripture is too plenty in the scripture, in the Bible. I will never leave you, know what? He himself has said, put it there, I will never leave you, nor what? Forsake you. Look at what he said. I will never leave you, nor what? Forsake you. Look at the next verse. So we may boldly say, whenever you are speaking the truth, you speak it with boldness. Don't forget, when they taught Acts chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4, they were threatened. You remember? That means they had fear. They went to pray. The Holy Spirit came. They heard the word of God. They, they declare what they believe in prayer. So they got supply of the Spirit. And Bible says, with boldness, they speak the word of God against the authority of the day. With boldness, they speak the word of God. Now we say evangelize. You can't evangelize. No authority is stopping you from evangelizing. You can't evangelize. You can imagine if authority now stop you. You say, Pastor, I'm not a Christian again. You say, Pastor, I'm not a Christian. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man can do to... But do you know that that's not what, what he said? What did he say? I will never leave you, no what? Do you know why you have the right to be able to boldly say? Because you have meditated on it and you have extracted the revelation and the truth that address your situation. I don't know if I get to what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So for somebody that needed a help, find it in that statement after he has meditated on it. How did you get that word? Because you prayed. It led you to it. And the voice of the Lord re-emphasized the same statement. Haven't I told you? I will never leave you. What? Forsake you. So that you can boldly confess. Now, we are being commended to the word of grace, which is able to build us and give us inheritance among the word saints. But it's not all of us that are being built and that are assessing inheritance. So that's the dimension of the word of, of, the word of grace. But we need the spirit of grace. Are you getting what I'm saying? So with the word of grace, also is the spirit of grace. And it's also the spirit of faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Give us 2 Corinthians chapter Because it's good that this truth are. He said, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore what? Speak. Somebody say, I believe. I believe. Can you see now that... What makes your confession flat is absence of belief. Uh-huh. You don't speak if you have not believed. Can you see that? Uh-huh. And you don't believe until you have assessed the truth. Do you see that? Uh-huh. These things are practical. I believe, and therefore, I speak. Somebody say, I believe. I believe. Therefore, therefore, I speak. Say again, say, I believe. I believe. Therefore, I speak. In Job chapter 22, verse 28, it says, you shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass and the light will shine on our what? Our ways. This is a very powerful scripture. You shall decree a thing and it shall what? Be established. It shall come to pass. Not that God will decree on your behalf or your pastor will decree. I can decree and it can happen. 
All right? You have to grow up. Go to verse 29. See what verse 29 says. When this, when they cast you down and you see exhortation will come, then it will save the humble person. You will never change your statement because of your situation. When they cast you down. The old version says, when men say there's a casting down, you shall say there's a what? So you don't say what men say. You say the truth. You say what you truly believe. Do you see the difference? Somebody say, I believe. I believe. Say, I believe. I, believe. I, ask. I ask. I confess. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, can you say amen? Amen. Um, let me give you a scripture or two scriptures for acting. Act. That's the last one. Act. You know, with everything that the disciples, disciples were taught, it, there was no, there's no book called Act of Apostle. That book is also known as Obedience of the Apostle. Because Jesus says that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem. You shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and in the part of the earth. So that means a global work, not a local one. It might start locally. Do you understand? Though your beginning may be small, your later hand shall be greatly big. Now, look at it. Jesus, having said this, and when they receive power, they move. They started preaching the gospel. That's his obedience of the apostles. Even when they threatened to stop them, they said, you two think about it. We are not careful to, to what? To obey all this, your authority. Think about it. You know when they threatened them, they started preaching. But you see, the Christ that you crucified, was already prophesied. Ah, ah. We are threatening you and you are preaching. So they, that's why the Bible says they love not their life or death. They obeyed. Action, which we call corresponding action, is an act of obedience. And that's why Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, you will what? Eat the good of the land. You see that? You shall eat the good of the what? Uh -huh. The land too may have the bad. But you are willing and obedient. You are eating the good of the what? Look at the next verse. Because we don't like the next verse. But if you refuse and rebel, disobedience is rebellion. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by this word. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken both. The mouth of the Lord has done what? Spoken both. You can have a business devoured. Check it. Probably it's disobedience. But for it to be devout, God will have corrected. God will have stood by you. God will have reminded you. God will have said it again, again, and again, and again. He will have used your pastor, used a brother in church, a sister, used a friend. Do you understand? To caution, to call your attention, to... Until the devourer just come and shoot. Ooh! And the business disappear. But there's this other group of people that I belong that eat the good of the land. Praise God. He <laughs> didn't say pineapple of the land. He said good of the land. You can find pineapple, you can find parfait and smoothie inside it. Do you understand? 
you can find it. But the good of the Lord. So you can insist because you are an obedient child of God. Like you will never be admitted in any hospital in the land. Are you getting what I'm saying? Not that you have money that you want to fly up to, you want to flown abroad to go and be treated. No. But you are insisting. Do you get it? Because you must partake only of the good of the land. Somebody say, I'm willing and obedient. Say again, say, I'm willing and obedient. Say again, say, I'm willing and obedient. First John 3 18 says, Everything you do, do it. Look at it. And it says, Let us not love in word and tongue, but in, in deed. That is, in doing. I will liken whoever does my word to someone who builds his house on the what? On the rock. The rock is revelation. He said there will be storm, there will be wind, but the house will not what? Collapse. But somebody else is building it on sand. What, what is sand? Lies. Falsehood. He says, I'm in a relationship. I don't want anybody to know. Even pastor must not know. Holy Ghost must not be aware. If pastor must not know, Holy Ghost shouldn't be aware now. And then the brethren, he has been packing sand. He wants to build his house. He wants to build his house on sand. Praise God. And when storm comes like this, the house disappears. What you first ate in that marriage is the beauty that makes you build it on the sand. That's what you first you see, when you see terrible character, you can't see the beauty again. A person is truly beautiful if character is in place. Because he went to Harvard now and went to Yale, all that God has tried to, uh, God has been trying to tell him, when, when they duped him in his business, he would shout, Yay! Because he went to Yale. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. You have built your businesses on sand. Eh? It's bribery and corruption that you used to lay the... the when people were using gravel and uh, stone, integrity, holiness, uh, it's bribery and corruption that you used to... Do you understand? Uh, some people were asking, they say, uh, Pastor, uh, you need to declare your, your four, three years uh, task clearance and blah, blah. I said, for a new company, which task clearance? Who's zero there? There's no task clearance to declare. Any money that God won't give me, I don't need it. Oh, nonsense. I see people declaring things. <laughs> they declare falsehood. Ah, it's God that will save businessmen. All those contractors. And they will tie a road like this. And by the end of the rainy season, you can't find the road again. And he's in church, giving seed, praying in the Holy Ghost. Hmm? Praise the Lord. Jesus says, if you do my word, you are operating with the law of liberty. Mark 11, last scripture. Are you blessed? Mark 11, verse 22. Half God kind of faith, half God kind of faith, 
Glory to God. Look at what it says. It was about the fig tree. Look at the next verse. Everything that I have said, you will see it there. Ask. Action. Uh, confess. Believe. You will see it there. Look at it. For as shortly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, that's, that's confession. That's declaration. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart or believes. Can you see believe there? Look at it. He said that those things he says, that's another confession. Will be done, he will have whatever he says. Can I take in blessed memory? He said, You believe once, you declare three times. You get what I'm saying? Look at the next verse. So we have seen confess, and we have seen believe, right? Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you. Have we seen the third one? Ah. What does it say again? Believe that you receive them and you will. You will what? So between receiving and having is your action. I'm sure you are looking at where the action You are looking for it. I've told you. Because you receive instruction in the place of prayer, and for you to have them, you have to carry out those instructions. Okay. You don't believe it yet. Go to the next verse. And also, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your... Uh, without you moving. Is an act of obedience to forgive. Father, we thank you. Can you just talk to God one minute? 30 seconds. I believe, I act. I have to finish this. Very important. I believe, I ask, I pray what I believe. I receive more instruction to confess, to declare the mind of God, the truth, and I obey. I obey in the name of Jesus. Declare my seeds are blessed. My seeds soon are multiplied. I receive seeds to sow. I receive bread to eat in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.